0: Hey, you're listening to Please Be Kind Rewind. Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lauren also. We love movies and so do you, so let's talk about them. We aren't your typical movie reviewers and we certainly aren't experts. We watch movies and talk about what we like, don't like, how they relate to our lives and how they help us understand the world and who we are as people. So basically, we're like a book club but with movies and though we call ourselves a movie club, it has a roster of two and it's us. Only only us. us. But we'd love for you to listen with us as we chat. We take our movie watching very seriously. So welcome, friends. Let's get to it. Today, we are talking about the 2019 film Parasite. What? what? <laughs> this is going to be such a good combo. So such a good convo. It's going to get a little spicy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, don't really have an intro for this one because for me. It is what it is. Low. it was a very emotional and intense experience yes um and we're just gonna get right into it guys I know. we are it's gonna be a fun time yeah there, there are mixed feelings in this group it's yes. a mixed bag totally <laughs> contention contention know, it's gonna get chippy <laughs> um okay but before we get to that as always opening question time Lo, what is a movie that makes you think or maybe just like sparks introspection yeah. um, for you? This was a great question. I <laughs> loved it. So there are two. I think the first one is definitely uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, oh, yes. As soon as you put this in, I was like, oh, man, yes. Yeah. For so, sure. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've watched this so many times. The first time I watched it, I was like, what the heck? Uh, yeah. And just the, the thought of like, if I could erase certain things from my memory, would I mm-hmm. do it? Um, and then just the way the film is made is amazing. Yes.
1: So that's the number so one.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Midsommar is the second, Ugh. which Lo <laughs> keeps talking about this movie. I'm going to have to just watch you it just and watch bite it. the bullet because Lo just I mean, you bring this up in our conversation. I feel like to catch up as your friend, I need to watch it, I but know, I don't want I to. Well, this is like, you know, it's going to be like parasite don't for you. I know it's true. Um, no, this one, I just, it it's just a weird one yeah. and I weirdly kind of like it. And so I think (laughs) about it often of like, why do I like it? Yeah. Oh, remember that part that was creepy or that was a (laughs) lot or, you know, so I, I just constantly think about that and, um, it's just a really interesting, cool film, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I feel I I knew that you were going to put this one down because it was one of those immediately when you saw it, you needed to tell me about it. Yeah. So I love a movie like that. I know. And I feel like right when you see it, we need to talk about it ASAP. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay. Eventually I need to be in a good headspace. (laughs) (laughs) That's always my answer for things (laughs) things that are creepy. I'm like, I have to be in a good headspace for that. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Um, okay. So for me, um, a movie that makes me think or sparks some introspection, um, my number one would have to be about time. That's perfect for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. This one, if you have not seen it, Donald Gleason and, um, is in it. Uh, and it is just a movie. You've had time. I'm going to spoil it. So, um, (laughs) just let it out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so he can travel back and forth in time. And at the end of the movie, he never even has to go back in time anymore because he just tries to, like, live every moment fully with no regrets, even when things don't go his way. He so just realizes he's a, he doesn't need he it, doesn't. Right? He realizes, like, he doesn't even need it. And I'm like... That just makes me think, you know, Uh like we all wish that we could go back in time, do things differently, all of these things. But that the way that the movie is laid out by the time you get to the end and see like he's gone back in time so many times like he has a bad day. So he goes back and does the day over again and it turns out to be bad in a different way Mm -hmm. or it's just because his attitude was bad. So he just decides like even though shitty things are happening that day, he's going to have a smile on his face. And it turns out the day turns out was it, it wasn't so shitty because he didn't have a bad attitude. Attitude. Mm-hmm. and I'm like you know what I wonder if that's true like if we had the ability to go back in time would we even want it you know like I don't I don't know yeah so um, that movie just really makes me think um and then of course get out which I won't go into a lot of detail because we've already done an episode on that but for obvious you guys reasons, should know yeah all about it already you should know <laughs> <laughs> rewinders. <laughs> go back and listen to that episode because yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Um, Not our episode, but the movie is really good. <laughs> I mean, I hope our episode's good. I don't know, but um, no, the movie is very thought provoking. Um, And then the other one that I have to mention is arrival. That's a great one. I, Ugh, I, yeah, I would put that on mine too, because yeah. it is very mind bending. Yeah. Well, and, and, the whole the whole thought behind it is like if you knew the ending to something would you do it anyway mm-hmm. so you, if you knew something was going to end really poorly but the journey was beautiful would you do it anyway yeah and I always wonder about that like I'm kind of glad I don't know the ending I know to these are things. all such like hard questions yes. that stress me out yes. even though they can never really happen <laughs> I know but I'm like would I I don't know I know <laughs> I'm like you know I, I don't want someone to tell me that you know I'm I'm going to like die a tragic death or something, you know, I'm like, don't tell me I don't, don't." you know, because I do think I am that type of person that I would even knowing the ending. I think I would do it anyway if the journey was meaningful and beautiful. Yeah. So. Anyway, that went, that went really deep, but- Oh, it's such a, we should do that movie too. <laughs> I know, that one's such a, oh gosh, that movie, all the feels for that movie yeah. for sure. Yeah, and Amy Adams. I mean, I just want her in my life anytime oh, because I, I just love her. Yeah. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. Let's go to workouts for this week. Yes. Um, My fave workout this week is called CrossFit 30. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed this one. I mean, good. it seems incredibly intense, but I really liked it. So it's six rounds for time. It just goes through a lot of um, like classic CrossFit lifts, clean and jerk, overhead squat. I won't go into all of it, but it was just like a really solid, you know, six rounds for time workout. And you go through, do five of each specific, you know, barbell movement. You mm-hmm. can look into it if you, if you want to, you know, go into it more. Oh, good. But so it's online. You can just look it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's named CrossFit 30. This isn't one we made up. So that's why I'm saying, yeah, if if it's inter- if it sounds interesting to, you know, or if you ha- I know I just know a lot of people don't have a barbell at home, mm-hmm. so I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to go into a ton, but yeah, I just really liked this one. It was um I like things when there are only a couple of <laughs> of reps of each movement. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if you tell me like, "Lauren, go do 60 burpees." I'd be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I would impossible hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I I don't think I would even be <laughs> made to do that. I wouldn't attempt it. Yeah. I really I really don't think I would. <laughs> um, but if you tell me like do three burpees in between each of these things, yeah. then it turns out by the end of it, I've done 60 and I'm like, oh, how did I do that? <laughs> look, look at that. Oh. so that's what this kind of felt like so yeah. this was a really good one just like five five reps of several different movements and it was really fun so i like this one a lot nice how about you lo so this is one that we did together yeah we got to work out together i know this week. for the first time in like <gasps> several weeks I know, a couple weeks it's been too long i know but it was it was a good time it was so good so yeah. we did one also you can just look up it's called nasty nancy yeah yeah and it's a fun one it's five rounds for time of 50 meter run which I don't even know how far we run Law was saying she thinks it was like 300 meters whatever oh wait 500 meter run you said 50 Oh, sorry. Five hundred meter run. That would be like down the driveway and back. Fifty would be really fun. <laughs> but no, it's five hundred meters. Five hundred. Yeah, so. I think we ended up doing. It was probably two or three. Yeah, but still, whatever. Still, we were doing it. Yeah. Um, fifteen overhead squats, which is like you hold the barbell over your head and you squat it. Yep. And then fifteen burpees. Yeah. Um. And those yeah, burpees. It doesn't look like a lot, <laughs> but then you start doing it, and you're like, oh, oh man. why am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was just fun. It I was liked fun. it. And so. This, so this is actually a workout from, if you guys yeah. are CrossFitters, this was from the CrossFit games, which happened this past weekend. Uh-huh. So that's where we got this workout. Yeah. They did it at the CrossFit games this past weekend, Yeah, um, which were as an interesting games. They didn't do it like they did it all virtual. So yeah. they were filming people just in their own gym. It, <laughs> it was so cool. So fascinating. It felt very like real. Like, yeah. Oh, I could, that could be me. Like somebody could be just filming me at my you know, garage gym or something. (laughs) So yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, but yes, that's where we got that one. So, um, and I like that, Sometimes we do things that we've made up mm-hmm. and sometimes we do things that somebody else has made up. Yeah. And sometimes we do something and we tweak most of it. So it's <laughs> almost nothing like what it <laughs> that's originally always. Was. Yeah. But that's how it goes. You know, you just like tweak do things and yeah, scale things for how you feel. If you're not feeling something, I was just telling Lo, I like kind of tweaked my back. And so yesterday we did this workout and I was just like, you know what? I am not going to do squats. I'm going to do something totally <laughs> different instead because I cannot do those right now. Yeah and so that's the beauty of it you know i know i love it yeah and then um yes and then (laughs) la and i were talking the other night that we (laughs) are both really obsessed right now with um handstands oh yes And so that is our goal to Mm -hmm. be able to do like handstand push-ups just anything handstands walk around the the house in a handstand yes and um so i've been doing a lot of like Handstand uh, against the wall And then I'll slowly lower my arms Down to like a headstand Yeah, And then do it again to kind of build up that strength Yeah, And it's so fun I know, it's really fun And when we say we're obsessed with handstands I am not, I can't do them <laughs> So don't think that It's like something impossible I want you to know I can't do them <laughs> But you're gonna do I'm it You're gonna do it You're getting there girl Yeah, I can kick up into a handstand against the wall uh-huh. And I can kick up like, not against the wall, but I just can't hold it for very long, obviously. Yeah. Like, I can't... I want to be able to kick up into a handstand with no wall and hold it there for a second. Yeah. You know? I'm, like... Or walk around on my hands or something. Yeah. um, Lo can do that. She's pretty fancy like that. It's... Well, it's fun because we have... um a big entryway into our house (laughs) and so I'll just be walking to a handstand down the hallway and Brian's like "Mm, okay Mm -hmm. all right cool hi (laughs) um but you know it's all about like balance and that's the hardest part to get down really so you'll get there yeah we'll get there together it's gonna happen yeah all right okay let's get into Parasite. Parasite. Let's do this thing. So I figured before we before we even get into like, you know, the details of what this movie is, let's just start with straight up, did you like this movie? So, Lo, what's your verdict? (laughs) Like it's like a news broadcast. Like incoming. Incoming. Breaking news. (laughs) I hated it. She did. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so when I say I hated it, mm. it made me so uncomfortable. Yes. The whole ride. Yeah. And it was obvious, it's so well done. Oh, yeah. And th- I mean, everything is like a 10, yes. except I just rewatchability for me. Yes. I mean, I keep thinking about it though. It's one of those (laughs) movies where I'm like, Oh my gosh, that, that happened. And like this happened. And, um, I cannot believe like it's, I still keep thinking about, uh, it really sparked like a conversation in my mind and will today on the pod. But, um, and that's the whole point of the movie, you guys. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just, I didn't like it. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, I don't regret watching it. I'm glad I did. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it all just yeah. It's about rewatchability. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know that I would constantly rewatch it. You yeah, know, it, I, I, I feel like I don't. You'd have to be a very sad, in <laughs> a very sad place. What's to your like, favorite movie? Parasite. I right? watch it every day. <laughs> to be like, you're like oh, I can't wait to watch it again. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of commentary and things like that. So I don't know that it's necessarily meant to be. I mean, I, it's, of course, it's not meant to be feel good, but right. you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know that I th- I'm sure I think that reaction is likely what he expected. Yeah. The director expected that it would be because it is sort of hauntingly beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's one of those movies. M- more just haunting. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I mean, like the cinematography is yeah. beautiful, but you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoa. yeah. So um, so I didn't like it. Yes. La. Tell us your opinion. I strangely, because I mean, for those of you who have been listening for any amount of time, you guys have heard me talk about weird vibes. (laughs) How I if a movie just gives me weird vibes, there's nothing I can do to get rid of them. Like I just have to go to sleep and make and the day will end. (laughs) And they're gone. And then they're just gone and I wake up and yeah. the day is anew. Um, but yes, yeah, so I this movie doesn't give me weird vibes. Really? I, no, it doesn't. I had all the weird vibes. I know. you. Do. Yeah, I know. I, I don't. It didn't for me. I don't know. That's incredible but, though. I mean, I think my weird vibes are honestly, they're typically around like abuse or mm. you know like I don't I think it has to be deeper or like relationships I mean this is about relationships but the families themselves had good had a good rapport right you know so I well we all have different triggers so they, that makes I know. total sense I think mine I was just not triggered very much in this movie yeah interestingly yeah um but yes I liked it a lot uh-huh. I like this movie I think it's one of those like as soon as I started watching it I was just like Oh, this movie is going to be incredible, <sighs> and um, so yes, I I liked it a lot. Now, granted, I'm not going to rewatch it often, <laughs> like I don't know, but it is one of those when someone if if it comes up in conversation, which it has over the past year, because it was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because it's a Korean film, but in America, it did incredibly well. Like yeah. it, this is like the number one foreign film ever. Yeah. Um, and and we'll talk, you know, more about. <clears throat> the details of that later but um yeah for for being a foreign film that is not in English it's subtitled um this movie did incredibly well and so there's just been conversation about it and every time I feel like it comes up in conversation I'm just like if you haven't seen it you should watch it Mm -hmm. because it's so good yeah um but I'm not gonna rewatch it in my spare time (laughs) parasite kind of day you yeah, know. it's just a parasite kind of day <laughs> and, and, and you're like what's wrong <laughs> are you okay i'm coming over you're like i'm great <laughs> it's what i watch yeah. i'm sad mom L- L- watches when she's happy <laughs> yeah no uh. but yes yeah, so i, love I did that, love though. i did like it yeah i did like it a lot um so low mm-hmm. is the one who suggested this movie yeah and because she had not seen it so low just give us a little bit of an overview of like why did you want to watch this movie? What did you heard about it? Cause I, I I'm wanting to know only because I watched it early on, mm-hmm. I feel like. So I I don't know what you have what like what you have gleaned from from people and why you were interested in watching it. Cause yeah. I did watch it kind of early on. Yeah. I remember seeing it um, the preview and the movie theater way back before when movies were a thing and you could go. <laughs> sad. <laughs> so wah, wah, sad. Wah. I know. And it looked super intriguing because it was, um, it was one of those trailers that Didn't give too much away, so you were really like, "What is this about?" Like, I (laughs) really want to see this now, yes, to just to figure it out. So, um, I remember that, and then, um, yeah, once it started like getting more press and winning a bunch of awards, um, yeah, I was just I I looked it up and like looked up the plot and stuff. Uh, so I read about what it was going to be yeah. like before I watched it, but it didn't, even when I read the synopsis, it didn't give everything away. <laughs> yeah. So I was really surprised for yeah. some of the, oops, sorry. Dang it. For some of the chapstick. Okay. I'll drop mine for solidarity. Ready? What? Yay! <laughs> we use chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same kind. It oh is my the God. same kind. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then La mentioned it, you know, we talked about Miyazaki last time mm-hmm. and she mentioned Parasite we were talking about foreign films. Yes. And she said like she really liked it and I needed to watch it and all these things. And um I just hadn't gotten around to it. And yeah. I was like, you know what? It's, it's my time. It's, it's my time, time to shine. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean, the, the time has come. <laughs> the time has come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The time is nice. So um, yeah, I was like, let's just, let's do it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And see how it goes. Um, and again, like I love that we have different like opinions. Yeah. On it. It's yeah. really fun and cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I was kind of surprised that I didn't like it because I really was too. Yeah. Other than the fact that there's no creature, so I, yeah. I, I know you do love your creatures, yeah. and um, so when there's not a good creature reveal, right. <laughs> maybe that maybe if there were a creature, I would have been like, "This is the most amazing movie." No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Uh-oh. if there was a creature, I yes. think you would have loved it. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm positive. I think it was too real for me. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, if it if it's completely outlandish and could never happen and a creature appears and swallows everyone whole, then you're like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this is all like it could, I mean, it happens in real life. And so I think I was like, oh my God, it's too bleak. (laughs) I know. It's true. No, it's so true. But, um, so yeah, that's what kind of led me to want to watch it is mostly us talking about it last, um, Podcast episode. Because what was our question? Oh, it was just our favorite foreign film. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I didn't know it was your favorite. I thought that was really cool. So, um, and yeah, again, this is one of those movies well, every movie I want to talk about, but <laughs> one of those ones where I was like, if I can't process it yes. with someone, then I can't watch it. Absolutely. So. Yeah, this is definitely a movie that I you need to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to talk about it with people because it's very thought provoking. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let I'll do just a, a pretty brief overview. Uh, by the way, I should just say spoiler alert. Like, I was going to say. I, I don't think we can go without spoilers. No. No. No, we can't. We definitely can't. So we're just gonna tell you all about. this. <laughs> I'm gonna movie. tell you about it. So if you're like, if you are like us and you love spoilers, then join this party. <laughs> if you hate spoilers, please pause. <laughs> Return to us later. I don't know why you'd be listening to us. I know. If you I hated spoilers. I don't know because we are the queen of spoilers. <laughs> Although we do say spoiler alert, but here it is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. You've been warned. Um, but yeah. So I'll give just a brief overview of of the movie and then and then we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. So um it was directed by um, Korean director um Bong joon ho, who uh has has made some really amazing films, but this is definitely the one that has has gotten some really worldwide acclaim. Um so he directed this film and it won the Oscar for Best Picture director and screenplay in 2020. Amazing like that is insane. Yeah. And um, so it became the first foreign language film to win best picture ever. And okay, like, can you imagine that we are at the Oscars <laughs> and this film, a foreign film wins best picture director and screenplay. That's insane mm-hmm. that I don't, and that's never happened. And it, I mean- it took us forever to get here you know it's yeah just happening yeah but it is very cool i love it yeah and so yeah i think that um something winning best picture director and screenplay i don't think has ever happened mm-hmm. and i just think it's insane that it, when it did happen it was also a foreign film yeah which uh, that's just crazy so it tells you partly that this film was amazing yeah um but i i just really love that it it made its way across the pond mm-hmm. um and so yes it the the first foreign language film To win this, to win Best Picture, it also swept at the Golden Globes, the BAFTAs, and the Academy Awards, Mm -hmm. um, which is just crazy. Um, And then it premiered at Cannes Film Festival in 2019, and it won unanimously. Wow! And I was watching an interview, and number one. Bong Joon-ho went on on Jimmy Fallon on on his talk show and he wouldn't give a synopsis and and Jimmy Fallon was like dude this is a talk show you have to tell something and he was like I'd rather not I read something that did you put it here that he um no I might have read it online that he like when it premiered oh I yeah he what did he do he said like, please don't spoil it or something. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He, if it premiered at Cannes Film Festival. They applauded after it was over. There was a standing ovation for 10 minutes. Wow! And it premiered really, really late. And so Bong joon (laughs) apparently after everybody had been doing a standing O for 10 minutes, like he and all the actors were so hungry and tired that he literally said, thank you go home now <laughs> <laughs> because they were just so hungry. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, he, he said like, you know, don't, don't tell anyone what yeah. it's about. Um, and I just really love that. So even when he went on, on, on Jimmy Fallon's show, he was just like, I'm not going to say, I love that. <laughs> I think you should experience it without knowing anything I, about it. I, I, I love that. wish that more directors would do that kind of thing. I know, you know, <laughs> I loved it. Ugh. So the film is in Korean and subtitled in English. Um, You can watch it on Hulu right now, by I didn't the way. You know that. We, oh, you rented <laughs> it. You rented it. Oh, no. And we now have Hulu. Oh, man, you wasted what, $4? Yeah. Mm, I needed that $4. <laughs> Get your $4 back. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but yes, and then, so just to give some stats about it, it has a 96 Metascore, which is insane 96 out of 100. And then it's number 29 on the top rated movies of all time on IMDb. Number 29 out of all the movies ever made. Wow. (laughs) I'm like, it literally was only made a year ago. And I don't know how it's already number 29. What's number one? Um, I think it's something we don't like, like Casablanca or something. Oh, okay, I know. Sorry, world. I think we just spoiled <laughs> ourselves a little bit there. That Lo and I, all those movies like Citizen Kane and yeah. uh, you know Casablanca. Like they're on our list to watch them, and we will one day. We promise. But I just, I just don't think I'm gonna like it. That one day is far, far away. It's a far away day. I keep sorry, world. <laughs> There's so many other films we need to watch. I know. Okay. I'm like, I I don't know. <laughs> anyway. um, And then, so as far as genres, I think it's very genre bending. So Bong Joon-ho, you know, um, notoriously called it a tragic comedy. And so I'll read a kind of a quote from him later on. But yeah, it's, if you were to say what genre it is, I don't think you can really pinpoint one. Um, it's got, it's got everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can't even really say it's a, horror movie there's no monster you can't really say it's i mean i guess the closest thing you could say would be maybe thriller i would say like almost like Psychological suspense thriller. Right. Tragic comedy. It is very similar to um The Little Stranger, uh-huh. I think, where The Little Stranger, we have talked about this before, I think, with Donald Gleason. Um, you're the whole movie, like you're just waiting for something right. to happen and then it doesn't. <laughs> and you know it's going to eventually, but they yeah. keep like extending it and the the um tension just kind of keeps going slowly up. Yes. And yeah it just and it's just confusing, yeah, are yeah. like I don't know what's happening, yeah, yeah, so um, yes, yeah, so a very interesting movie to try to categorize, yeah, you really know, yeah, um, and then uh, so several nods to Hitchcock uh-huh. in the film, um there's lots of staircases, oh yeah. <laughs> And just some of the shots that he takes are, um, very Hitchcockian. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so the basic, I mean, this is, a, I'm going to go really, really baseline, um, overview is they tell us the premise. Yeah. Basic premise is, um, a poor family. So, um, a mother, father, son and daughter, they, are incredibly poor and they basically one by one worm their way into employment from this really rich family. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first it starts with the son. He like kind of f- from a friend of a friend, um, <laughs> at, you know, you f- know, is becomes like a tutor for their daughter for this rich family's daughter and he has not gone to university so he um his sister the sister like fakes papers for mm-hmm. him saying that he went to university so he's faking it already right from the get go It's kind of like um, a con, a large con artist movie Yeah oh it's like a long con yeah. yeah like so so yeah the son starts out and going into this rich family and starts tutoring the daughter and then realizes like Oh, um, their son, you know, the the little boy in the rich family. Um, what if my sister became like his? you know, therapist. And so she fakes that and becomes a therapist somehow. And they're like, just kind of playing this rich family. Yeah. And eventually the dad becomes um, the driver for the husband and the mother becomes the like maid slash cook. And anyway, so basically this family just slowly worms their way into this rich family's life. They lie about it. So the rich family doesn't know that any of these people are related. Correct. So it's just this one big big con mm-hmm. and um you know hijinks ensue <laughs> hijinks as <laughs> Lo says hijinks it just, for a while it kind of works and then it just like becomes a disaster it all falls apart. yeah they're ugh, yeah yeah and I mean it's very interesting because um the rich family just seems very naive. Like Mm -hmm. they just don't, they're just kind of like stumbling through life happy and, you know, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And, um, meanwhile, this other family is struggling to survive and they're living in a crap hole. I mean, their home is very unsanitary and, um, you know, they're just, I think trying to make it in life, Mm -hmm. um, and, and finding ways to do that. And this was their best opportunity. So it makes sense that they would do this. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, kind of the way in which they went about it gets a bit sinister as it goes on. Like it kind of starts off like, Oh, I'm just going to lie about the fact that I went to university to get the mom is the, the mother is the last one to, uh, to come into this household and they basically kind of have to like poison the previous maid yeah, (laughs) and like she's allergic to peaches and they like, I mean, they literally like put peaches on her and so her face swells up and then they make the rich family think that she has TB. Oh, it's a mess. (laughs) It's terrible. Yeah. And I mean, they, uh, yeah. So it's not just like they're lying about her. Like they're actually doing things to her, like swelling up her face Mm -hmm. and giving her an allergic reaction. Yeah, So it gets more and more, you know, kind of sinister as it mm-hmm. goes on. Like you're watching it and at first you're just like, oh, okay, I'm, they're going to lie about it. I get that. And then as it goes on, you're like, oh, no. The things that they, the lengths <laughs> they go to, yeah. to, you know, have a job and make this money <laughs> and be in this family's lives, yeah. this family's life is just a lot. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, it just slowly snowballs. Mm-hmm. Like it really is kind of a snowball. But And, and then before they know it, they're, they... Are, they're, in they're just in over a hole they're, in they're over their heads big time yeah and yeah so basically from there once the family has wormed their way in and this rich family as Lo said has absolutely no idea that they are related in any way um and so <laughs> they finally you know things come to a head at their the the rich family they have like a birthday party for the son and um hijinks ensue Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden murder hijinks hijinks begin and you're like I won't go into it because you just need to see it and if you have seen it then you know what I'm talking about so there's no reason (laughs) people die people die we won't tell you who I know (laughs) surprises um but yes so that's where things go awry is that birthday party and then basically the dad um is the one who does the murdering yep. and the, um, the poor dad the poor dad yes sorry and uh, so so basically then he escapes and kind of is like on the run and they the authorities kind of can't they never find him yeah um and so the the sister the poor family the sister dies mm-hmm. and then the brother and the mother face some pretty serious consequences and mm-hmm. have to have to really they they really pay for what they've done. And then the rich dad dies. Yeah. And then the poor dad, he's on the run, but <laughs> he secretly has gone into like this um in the in the rich family's house, they have this like secret bunker yeah. that they don't even know yeah, about. Yeah, the rich family doesn't even know it's there. Yeah. And so he goes into hiding inside this like underground basement bunker thing and will like periodically come up at night and like steal food and then go back down yes and it's creepy it really is creepy yeah and the only reason we find that out is because there is like one light in their hallway that you can control from this bunker bunker. Uh and so he ends up like Doing Morris Code with this light, and his son just happens to be like kind of wanting to revisit the home, and like is up on a hill looking down at it, and then sees that it's it could be Morris Code, and so he decodes decodes it, it and he, it's like a letter. It's yeah. not like help. <laughs> <laughs> it's it like was a s- long. It was it's like long. Yeah, it's a long. It's a straight up letter. Yeah. Um. Yes, so he decodes it and it's basically the dad saying, I did this and now I'm in here. I could escape, but I'm not going to. Like, I have faith in you that one day you'll come for me. Yeah. Basically. And so the only way that the son can do that is if he makes enough money to buy that house (laughs) one day. Which is not possible. Not possible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, not possible from the view of the film. No. Yeah. No. And so I think it's an interesting... So so in the son, when he's sort of reading this letter after he's decoded it and sees what the father... Is thinking, like, mm-hmm. okay, one day my son's gonna come for me. I believe in him so much that I believe that one day, like, I'm gonna stay in the bot in the basement of this house for years and years and years and years. And I believe that one day he's gonna come for me. Um, and the son has like this, he is thinking about it, like he's having this daydream mm-hmm. that it could maybe happen. Um, and then you, so you're kind of the, and you're not sure that it's a daydream. So you're thinking like, oh man, maybe right. this is the future. Um, and then you real, it like, you know, cuts back to him and their like really shitty apartment that is like flooded uh-huh. and very unsanitary and yes. Um, and, and it just kind of cuts to him, like thinking about like, how do, how do I start going about making all of this money to try to rescue? <laughs> My poor dad. Yeah. And and this like hopeless look on his face that says that likely won't happen. Yeah. Which is really sad. I know. And some interesting, well, some interesting trivia about this movie. I found out that the end credit song is called 564 Years. Mm-hmm. And it was written, the song itself was composed by Bang Joon-ho. 564 years because that is how long the sun would have to work in order to be able to buy that house uh, which is just so sad. I think that's why I didn't like this movie so much is because it just made me feel completely hopeless. I know. And like just so despondent. <laughs> I know. And I know. um yeah. That's I for me that was the big takeaway of like, oh, there's just and but there you know, the sun is still hoping. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just a you know. It's one of those things though, like, no you know, the sun has all this that that's why it's so sad for us to watch it. Right. Because He's hopeful and we know the ending like he's never going to get him out. Yeah. And that I think is why you feel so despondent because he still has hope. He's going to literally live his entire life Ugh. trying to make enough money to get this house and he's never going to do it. Yeah. Like that sucks so much. I know. And I wanted to read this quote that um like it's a statement about the film that Bong Joon-ho put out. Um he said For people of different circumstances to live together in the same space is not easy. It's increasingly the case in this. Um, sad world that humane relationships based on coexistence or symbiosis cannot hold. And one group is pushed into a parasitic relationship with the other. So he's saying basically like, you know, this poor family is brought into this rich family's life through a tutor relationship. Um, And that seems to be all well and good, but relationships like that can't necessarily hold and one ends up being parasitic with the other Mm. Um, and then he said "In in the midst of such a world who can point their finger at a struggling family locked in a fight for survival and call them parasites it's not that they were parasites from the start there are neighbors friends and colleagues who have merely been pushed to the edge of a precipice as a depiction of ordinary people who fall into an unavoidable commotion this film is a comedy without clowns, a tragedy without villains, all leading to a violent tangle and a headlong plunge down the stairs. <laughs> you are all invited to this unstoppably fierce tragicomedy.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: that quote gives me goosebumps. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so well said. And yeah, he's really thought very thoroughly about what this film means. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I just think that concept is very interesting. Um and I think it really you know gives some insight into um those of us who maybe are um have some privilege based on a number of circumstances. I'm not just talking skin color, but I, I mean, that is definitely one of the aspects that I am referring to, but it could also just be, um, you know, if your family is rich Mm -hmm. or, you know, you know, come from money, whatever, you know, the place that you live, if Mm -hmm. you live in a rich neighborhood, poor neighborhood, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think that a lot of times, um, those in a, in a place of privilege often wonder, like, why can't you just get it together? Like, why can't you just go out there and get a job and make the money and do the thing? Like, why can't you just do that? Um, and it's very clear in this movie that they, no matter what they do, they're never going to get to that place. Um, they're never going to, he's never going to make enough money to buy that house, you know, because he can't attend university. They don't have the money for that. Um, you know, all of these things, especially after all of the consequences from what they did, he's especially not going to be able <laughs> to go to a university, you know? So I just think it's so interesting um, thinking about relationships like that and understanding um, the the name of the movie and where that came from. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about, because I mean, sometimes we think of people, I, I don't know, I I think that's a but this happens in our in in this country as well. This isn't just something that happens in Korea. I think he was speaking from his own context, but it's very applicable here as well when we talk about um you know like um the chasm between <laughs> the rich and the poor in America. Um so yeah, I just think it's so interesting thinking about those relationships and this struggling family their their way of surviving was to do this. Mm-hmm. Um And it made sense, you know, like who can point their finger, as he said, at a struggling family locked in a fight for survival and call them parasites, you know, Mm -hmm. like their house in the opening scenes, like was being fumigated, Mm -hmm. you know, like that is probably cancerous. Whatever was being sprayed on their streets Mm -hmm. or that guy just like peeing in their window, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, or they're just like standing in standing water because their house flooded and no one cared. Yeah. 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 I often wonder, you know, if I wasn't born into the family I was born in or had the, um, you know, just uh, opportunities or whatever, like, would I be here today in this spot? Yeah. Or like where would I have been able to go to college or whatever? And when I uh, some of my first thoughts, when I did see this film, I expressed them to you like. Um, these people are the poor family, they're very smart. Oh I mean, yeah, they're incredibly smart. Right. They're there's nothing wrong with them like mentally or physically. Mm. And so for me, I was like, why can't like what's preventing them from getting a job? Like, um because they're they're capable. They're yeah, yeah they're intelligent. Um, obviously, especially the daughter, like yeah, she had and they talk about how she has great Photoshop skills like <laughs> she could do. They could do all these things. And so it was frustrating for me to be like. But instead that they they chose this other way of doing things. Um, and I, I guess you could talk about it on both sides of like they're desperate. And I've never been in a desperate place like that. So yeah. who knows what I would do. Right. But at the same time, you could still like talk about the other side of it, too, of like. But they, they could try and not be as devious and try and be honest. And so it's just this like, for me, it was this weird, uncomfortable place to be in of like, I don't know really what to think. Yeah. And like, and just totally being honest with it of like, it makes me uncomfortable to see them in this situation. And then I feel guilty because I'm like, I have never been in that situation. I likely hopefully you know won't be um I don't know um and so it was just really hard I think to watch and and understand what the solution is I think I was also looking for a solution for them yeah and um just thinking like it doesn't have to be this way but maybe for some people it does you know I don't I don't know or even, I mean, my thought originally, and I, I think I needed, I, I think I was ruminating on it for a while, was like, why, why, like, why do you, why can't you just leave it at one person working for them? Like right. you made good money with this one, with only the brother. Well, I think working that's where for like greed and and all that kind of well, thing comes in too. And but the movie. also, I mean, but also, I think it's just like they were like they're a family. And so they're thinking to themselves, like, we're all in this together. So like, it's a disservice for me not to try to bring them into this, you know, like totally that, that type of like, you know, like it seems like guys, why wouldn't you just, just let the brother do it. And then he can make a lot of money. Um, you know, but <laughs> you know or just just have the brother and the sister work for them like you don't have to all work for them but like when you really look at it like they're all struggling they're all trying to make things work mm-hmm. they're all like they have all done a million different jobs and tried to make it work in a million different ways. And so if there's an opportunity, of course, they're going to try to bring in their family members. But I think that is hard for us to understand sometimes because we're a very individualistic society. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think number one, um, when you are in poverty, you are not just thinking about yourself; like you're thinking about your whole family. So I think that that is that's the rationale. Um, but also, many Asian cultures are very collectivist, mm-hmm. and so they're the the most important thing is not the self; the most important thing is your family. Right. And so, of course, they're not going to just stop at just one of them. Like if there is an opportunity to help their family members, they will do it, um, even at the expense of themselves. Um, And so I just thought that was so interesting because I, yeah, I was thinking like, oh man, if you guys had just stopped with the brother, you know, like you could have had this amazing tutoring gig all through her (laughs) high school years, you know, and I'm sure he was getting paid so much because those, the, the rich family, I mean, they were just like, um, yeah, so um, I was going to pay you what the previous guy got paid. And then I just decided to give you a little bit more. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, so he was making buckets more than he did before. Yeah. Um, but that's not really how life works. I don't think, you know, right? and I, I don't know. And no, I totally agree with that. I think, um, I had read somewhere where the director was talking about how, um, he wanted to highlight just greed in general. And yeah. I think that Yes, what you're saying is completely a thousand percent true. And then,, um, but yeah, I think for just the film's sake, he was just highlighting that, yeah, that portion of human emotion or human need, yeah, yeah. well, and and the fact that even when they' all start working there, all four of them are officially put into that family. Like the, what the first thing they do is just like indulge. They, the family, the rich family leaves to go on like a camping trip and the, the poor family, they all just like drink, they just drink everything. Yeah. They eat, they drink, (laughs) they use their bathtub. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) um And what I found interesting is that the, you never see them get paid. I was gonna yeah when like you, you don't ever that, see them reap benefits, right? I was gonna say when you were just talking about how the brother was getting paid so much, I it just made me think like you never see them a money transaction, or you never see them like buy anything, right? I wonder. I don't, you know, I don't know if the director did that on purpose, probably, but. You know, it definitely says more about like it It was more just about um, a social standing rather than having yeah. this money in your yeah. hand, I guess. Well, and if you think about it, too, even if they had I mean, I think, number one, the, the film itself takes place over a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine uh, like <laughs> just from watching the film, I don't even know if they were there for a full month. You know what I mean? Like to yeah. receive a month's paycheck, you know what Who I'm saying? Knows, yeah. Like it, did, it didn't feel like they were there was a lot of the passing of time. Mm-hmm. So so maybe that's why, I yeah. don't know. But I could also see how like things they were just sort of bleeding expenses mm-hmm. because um you know, even if they had started getting all of this money, like the things that they would need to do would be like to buy a home, right? You know, um, and and even though they had these amazing jobs near the end of the film, their home floods, right? And they're like, what was it like in a gym somewhere that they were like yeah. all and they were getting clothes from like a, a like it's sort of like Salvation Army. It's obviously not Salvation Army, but yeah, because <laughs> they're in Korea, but um. You know, like they're, I mean, they, they have these amazing jobs, um, but the rich family keeps complaining that they smell, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's because they're going home to a place that is not healthy and then, you know. They have these amazing jobs in their whole house that's already bad, floods. Yeah. You know, so I was just thinking, even when they do get those really great paychecks, the only thing that it's going to have to go to is like where they sleep.
1: Right. But <laughs> Which I get, is
0: crazy. Yeah. But yeah, they don't even show that, assuming yeah, no. it's like takes place over several months. But I yeah, I don't know. It's they really, didn't really talk about the passage no. of time, I don't think. No. I wish they'd do that more in movies. I know. Sometimes Day one. I wonder. I know. Like, give me the days. Tell me how long. <laughs> No, that's really interesting because yeah. I, yeah, to me that just like speaks volumes to like, it didn't really ever matter how much they were going to make. They just wanted yeah. more and more and more. Yep. And then they didn't want, I don't, I don't know. Like, but it is weird because, you know, you would think that you would just buy a bunch of stuff, <laughs> Yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't know. That was an interesting part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought this this quote, going back to what you said earlier, um, one of my favorite or not favorite, but one, an interesting quote I wrote down was um, these people are, this was, this was the mom, the, the poor mom speaking to her family. Mm-hmm. And she says, these people are so naive. They're rich, but still nice. Or I'm sorry, that is the dad saying that. Mm. He says, you know, these people are so naive. They're rich, but still nice. And then the mom says, um, not rich, but still nice. Nice because they're rich. If I had all of this, I would be nicer too. And I was like, oh, interesting. it's an uh, interesting take. See, I, 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 yeah, it was interesting, but I disagree yeah. because I feel like people that have a lot of money are just not very nice i don't know i don't know i've i've met some not so nice people and And i think maybe by nice i mean maybe more of naive was the better word yeah yeah because like i mean this this family was the rich family in this movie was very kind i mean they weren't i don't think they were though like, remember, they kept saying that they smelled, and they would talk about them behind their backs. Oh. I don't know. i I don't know that they were that nice. I mean, maybe they just mean um, like pleasantries, nice, mm. or the fact that they had because they were the nice too to, to them. Yes, to, to their face. Yes, <laughs> to their face, they were nice. But right. then they kept saying they keep like the dad, the rich dad. He would say like, "Oh, but he smells." Yeah, you know. Or when the wife gets in the car, she like you know puts her hand mm. over. her nose and has to roll the window down and the dad has just like his whole house was flooded the night before and he's just like pissed yeah you know like I'm sorry that I smell for you like I don't have a home anymore and I'm driving your stupid luxury car yeah (laughs) you know so um so yeah I don't know about that quote but it did make me think a lot I don't know about it because I don't know that rich people are nicer Right. That's <laughs> I don't I yeah, I didn't really agree, I think maybe that's what they thought would happen to them. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like you said they were not nice behind their backs, yeah. but they talked to them. Yeah. And they they the rich family never like necessarily ignored or was like rude to these people um when they were in the house. They really were It it's interesting because You know the the poor have this parasitic relationship with um, the rich family, but then the rich family also has the same thing with them. Like they need each other. Exactly. I mean, you know, the rich family, like they just the wife especially can't do shit. She can't do anything. She like tries to unload the dishwasher at one point and is like, "Oh my gosh, (laughs) I I don't know what I'm doing." (laughs) And like, yeah, she she. You know all she does is like, "I don't know, go to the store, yeah, she doesn't even like hang out with her kids, really, yeah, um, so that was really interesting, too. Of like they all had someone that they relied on, yeah, in that way, yeah, I don't know, or maybe it maybe that quote just speaks to like the way that we thought of the poor family as like more devious mm. um. I wonder if something got lost in translation then. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You know? I'm like maybe it's not maybe nice isn't the best word because right. I think I think most people would agree that we don't see rich people as happier or right. nicer. I think the I think the naive word is important though. Yeah. Like they were naive. Like the the wife is just sort of like Yeah. Okay. Um. Sure. Yeah. I'll pay you more. Right. You know. Like she just has no. She. She's not even thinking about it. Right. The fact that she could be taken advantage of. Um. And I think even if she knew that she was being taken advantage of a little, I'm not sure she'd really care that much because she didn't. It's no skin off her back. Like they have endless money, so it's fine. Right. Um. So I don't know that nice is the best word, but um. Maybe it just speaks. Like I think maybe the mom was like it felt like she was defending her devious nature. You know what I mean? Like she, right. the fact that they like are lying, you know, she's kind of like basically saying, well, we do what we can to survive. Like that's what this is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They may seem really super nice, but like, I would probably be quote unquote nice too. Mm-hmm. If, you know, I wouldn't be lying and, you know, giving this woman an allergic reaction. <laughs> All of these horrible things that they had to do, you know. Maybe that's what she's saying of like, yeah, nice probably isn't the best word, though. Yeah, like nice as in um kind, right? That's I don't I don't know that that is true, right? I I don't think a lot of people would say that that's true. Yeah, yeah, because I I think of like so they they weren't they weren't mean, like they you know didn't berate the poor family by any means to their face, and they were they talked to them, and so yeah, I think of like they were kind, they were gentle with them i guess but yeah, yeah i i think something probably they you know the meaning got mixed up a little bit yeah but naive is a good word i mean she that mom was just <laughs> so ditzy and like clueless and she like just... um gullible yes yeah very gullible Larry. so <laughs> yes yeah oh for sure yeah. Um okay, can we talk about Ramadan for a second here? Did you hear them so when they are coming back from the camping trip mm-hmm. um the the mom, the rich mother calls, you know, after they've like been drinking and eating food and indulging the the you know in in their in the rich people's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and they thought they were going to be gone the whole weekend. And the mom, the rich mom calls and says like, we're coming home early. It was mm-hmm. a disaster, you know, and she tells her to make Ramdan. Mm-hmm. And this has become like a sensation ever really? since this movie came out Ramdan. So it's a combination of ramen and udon noodles in the same bowl. It looks awesome. I mean, all the food <sighs> just looks so good. It's incredible. Mm. And anyway, so Ross and I make this sometimes Uh and we are obsessed. It's so good (laughs) because it's like the the thinner ramen noodle with Uh the like thicker udon noodle yeah and oh man so this has become like a a sensation ever since paradise parasite is to uh to make ramdan yeah and i really love it it's so good yeah so what was interesting about that scene too it's like it's so weird because she's like my son really wants this can you make it asap (laughs) (laughs) and then when they get home the wife the mom eats it all yes like no one else gets a bite yeah and the the little boy doesn't even actually doesn't even want it and um (laughs) i just remember the camera lingers on like this empty bowl and it's this huge plate of food like she makes so much and um i thought that was really interesting too of like yeah I don't know, just showing more of the indulgence maybe. Yeah. Well, and interestingly, um, Bong Joon-ho said he wanted to put that in there because Ram, like ramen Uh is, um, essentially the cheapest food that you, it's a, it's a very on the go food. Right. Um, it costs I mean, like 80 cents or yeah something. i mean i think even less than that like the ramen packs <laughs> i mean i think they're like 20 cents these days <laughs> Probably, like they're so right. cheap and um but when he when she, the mother calls and says you know make this do you know how to make Don? make this for him he really loves this um she tells um her to to use this incredibly high quality beef mm. um this i mean it's like sushi grade beef Uh and she wants it in their ramen. And then the son doesn't even want it. Right. it just sits there and she eats it all. And then this, this, the daughter, the rich daughter, then she gets really mad. You didn't even offer me any, you just ate it all. You know? So I'm like, it's so interesting that they're, yeah, they, they took this incredibly expensive beef Mm -hmm. and just like threw it in some ramen. And then it just like sat there and, didn't Mm -hmm. even go to the person who wanted it. It was like an afterthought of like, yeah, I guess I'll eat this. It's sitting here. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Gosh. So interesting. That makes more sense because yeah, I was like, this has significance. I'm just not sure what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. I I mean, I can't remember what kind of meat it was, but yeah. So anyway, Uh, um, Okay. So meet the, the meaning of the title parasite, as we talked about, um, a parasite attaching to its host and feeds off of them. And as Lo mentioned, I do think it's, um, it was a mutual parasitic relationship. Right. I mean, I don't know that they would have chosen for the entire family to be employed by them, but they did need them yeah. desperately. Yeah. You know, like as soon as, um, as soon as the maid left, she was just in shambles until <laughs> until she found someone else, you know, and um, and the tutor, like I think the daughter wasn't applying herself, yeah. and without someone there to say, like, "Okay, do this, yeah." Um, and then this the little boy was just a terror mm-hmm. and I, it never says what the what the sister did to make him behave right did you like did you catch anything no I, I kept trying to see like what is she doing to this kid yeah to make him behave because he's know. like a wild child <laughs> running yes. around and then she becomes his like art tutor therapist art therapist and he's like much more chill <laughs> he like bows bows to her to leave the table yeah and the mom's just like what I know I wonder if it was just like a simple case of like boundaries little man (laughs) or just like hey I know you're bullshitting like I have your number dude you know like sure I'll keep up your charade but you're not doing this for me yeah (laughs) I wonder if it was that because the sister kept saying like you know he's faking it right like he's not actually this like eccentric artist you know that right right and so yeah maybe she was just like hey dude and the mom (laughs) is just so indulgent of the little boy and Uh just like I don't know what to do Ah." isn't this artwork beautiful (laughs) (laughs) I love them so much (laughs) <laughs> He's yeah, a prodigy uh-huh yes and then the dad like needed i guess the driver and also kind yeah. of like a confidant yeah like just some you know someone to lean on yeah mo- mentally and then definitely the daughter with the tutor mm-hmm. like the, the <laughs> that was such an inappropriate relationship so i think he but. had to be like in his what early 20s maybe Yeah. The ri- i mean the poor son yeah and then the daughter's like 15 I mean, she's 15 yeah. yeah i think they say 15 and they start up this i mean they make out and i hope that's as far as I they go i hope that's as far as that goes yes but yeah they have this like kind of sexual relationship going yes. on after a while and so and i think it's part of like i i don't i don't think that's what the boy like what the son wants he's had on you know i think she's the one who puts the moves on him mm. originally and she had a sexual relationship with her previous tutor as mm-hmm. well so yeah I think he is is just wanting to stay in the job not that yeah. I'm saying he's like a I, I don't know I'm not like he doesn't want it <laughs> I'm sure I don't think he seemed too upset about it no probably um, not but you know what I'm saying like yeah. I, I think it was instigated very much by her and he w- just is like doing anything he can to keep this job yeah um So yes, that relationship was very interesting. So it wasn't just that this poor family was the parasite on this rich family. I think that is a severe underestimation of Mm -hmm. the meaning of the film. Yeah. Um, I think the rich family is just as dependent on them. Right. Um, Which is so interesting too, to when you think about like the economic disparity, even in our country, I think, yeah, I'm like, you know, when we talk about that, I'm like, so much of our workforce is people who are undocumented Mm -hmm. or someone who makes very low wages. Um, you know, and so I'm like, you know, you can't get up on your high horse about, about refugees or undocumented workers or have, you know, all of these thoughts because I'm like, you know, (laughs) they're the one who are doing the really hard jobs out there. They're the ones who we rely on to do the stuff that, you know, you don't want to do or right. something, not you, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> me, you low, we, I've told you about this, oh. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that yeah. it's, it's yeah. Um, and I remember, you know, early on and with, um, Covid, right? Re- like stuff going on. Mm-hmm. There was like a really the east side of our city was re- was very high in cases, mm. and I was like, that's because the east side is a lot of low income families, and mm-hmm. those low income families are the ones that are doing the essential jobs right. that still have to go on. Like mm-hmm. you still have to open your grocery store and your gas station and your, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff has to keep going. Yeah, and and you know. So the people who are in typically low-income families are, you know, they're the, those are the people, and so I'm like, those are the people who are getting COVID right now, and that sucks. I know, um, you know, and so I, I think that is very similar in a way to this movie, where we can say, of course, the obvious is that we would say the rich, the poor family is the parasite on the rich family, but I think that is a gross underestimation, yeah, um, because the rich family is just as dependent, on yeah. them, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe not, as I said, them all specifically. <laughs> I don't think they realized that it was all one family. Right. <laughs> but still, you know what I'm saying? They they all needed, like, someone to do something for them. To, yes, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know a ton about, like, South Korean culture or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um. So that was interesting to kind of see. And I. I. Don't yeah again i just don't know and i want to do more research on it um but yeah it's like you were saying it's it was interesting to see like the way that things were done with the uber rich there and then you know to see how it's done here in america and like i mean i don't know anyone with a housekeeper <laughs> <laughs> i know <me> neither. <laughs> or like private tutors <laughs> yeah yeah and so that was really interesting to see and then um to to realize the equivalent of what that means for us. Like you're saying, you, yeah. even just essential workers um, or, you know, I, oh, I love like, you know, really putting in an effort to say thank you and hello to like the garbage men. Yeah. Because I'm like, that is a hard ass job. And like, yeah. um, and a job that never stops, never like, even stops. on holidays, the garbage still gets picked up. Right. And that's like, so essential. Can you imagine if like, <laughs> yes, no one picked up our garbage what would we do yeah so um but yeah it was really fascinating to see that and um yeah again just it it made me mad and I mean so much of this movie you know yeah made me upset or uncomfortable or whatever um but especially to see the how the rich housewife like not do shit. Yeah. Like what does she do with her time? (laughs) And sleep at that table? I guess outdoor table. I forgot about that in the beginning. (laughs) And um yeah, just like she has no purpose almost. And I just it was just really weird. Um and so I didn't I wasn't a big fan of of her. Yeah. Really. Like she was just so Anyways. And I think and um Bong joon Ho did say in an interview that he chose this um initial tutor relationship mm-hmm. um because he was saying like in Korea that is really the only the those functions that that, that like tutor maid mm. uh driver yeah. basically would those would be the only intersections between rich and poor or they would interact. Yes, yeah. Like the, he, he was like, you know, th- this is the relationship that I needed to highlight because otherwise they wouldn't, they never would interact ever. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, like their food gets delivered, like they're, you know, they're not going to, yeah. I mean, even in a swanky restaurant, probably the, the, the wait staff there is very well paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that tutor relationship, that maid, that, you know, driver, those are the only times that they're going to ever interact with someone outside of their, you know, sort of socioeconomic class. Yeah. Um. And I, I did think that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't, yeah, I'm like, I, I think that those in our country who are super rich with those big old houses have to have a housekeeper, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So I'm like, somebody must have a housekeeper. Uh, <laughs> I <know>. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I know. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. Mm-mm. Should we talk about the people living in the bunker? Oh my gosh. <laughs> So that was oh like the gosh. part of the plot where I was like, "What?" <laughs> I know. That I did not see coming and that made me feel like the weirdest and the grossest. I know. So, okay, the the previous housekeeper before they get her fired, yes. She apparently has been keeping her husband in this underground, you know, bunker thing. Uh, for years and years, and she will like give him food, and no one else knows he's down there, and he doesn't. He never comes up, never emerges, never emerges, and so he's just like slowly going crazy. Yeah, um, because he has no human interaction. Did Did they ever say why? Why he like why he is in there? I think no. That I don't think they do, but I think it's kind of the similar situation to the the poor family of like yes. You know, they still don't have a lot of money, and I guess it's just easier this way, and they don't have to spend extra on him. That was what I was thinking of, like, um, and again, it highlights, you know, a parasitic relationship of, like, this man who's been living underground (laughs) is... You know, living off of not only his wife, who is the housekeeper, but the family. Yeah. And so it's just this weird circle. Yeah. Of like relationship, like uber unhealthy, codependent, creepy relationships. And so, yeah. Um, and yeah. the husband is, yeah, he is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, he, he looks has- like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been down there for <laughs> I mean, I mean, more than a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't they say like they got married down there or something? Like, it wasn't it a long time. I don't think they got. They actually got married down there. I think or, or no, it, it was some important milestone. I can't uh, remember. And and they like, did say something happened down there. I can't remember, but yeah. it was something a very long time ago. Look. I, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. You're right. It's not that they, they weren't married down there, but I, it was something important yeah. that happened a really long, like 20 years ago. Ugh. Yeah. I think he'd been living down there for a long time. Yeah. So, and it's just <laughs> seriously guys, you have to just go watch this movie and see how it all how they find this out too. It's just the weirdest thing. And yeah, he sort of worships them. Yeah. He thinks that, I mean, they're like his providers essentially. Right. Like they kind of seem like God to him. Number one, because he literally looks up to them. Like he can look up through this light that the, the poor dad later on uses to do the Morris code. Uh He can see up there. And so he's literally looking up at them and turning on this light You know, Uh, and so that is weird. So I think he feels like they're like God or something. You know, he keeps like praying to them. Yeah. Gives me such weird vibes. Such weird vibes. Uh, Yes. So once you find that out in the movie, things take a downhill turn real fast. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the moment when you are like, okay we're it's getting real now yeah you're like on the edge of the cliff and yes. finally you're starting to fall off and yes. in a way it's kind of like a tarantino film of like nothing yeah. happens nothing happens but tensions rising and then all of a sudden boom like yes. a bunch of violence blood yeah. murder guts yeah there's no guts no i was blood. gonna say it's not as bloody as a tarantino <laughs> no. film, no. oh my gosh definitely not <laughs> it's definitely not that kind of bloody yeah um but yes, I do agree. Like for, I, I would say that's probably, I don't know, two thirds of the movie is yeah. just sort of like normal. I mean, not normal, but you know, <laughs> there's no like blood or anything. Right. Know? And then all of a sudden it's like hard 180. Yeah. And, and then you're like, Whoa, here <laughs> we go. It was just so effective yeah. that this director was great at just making you feel so uneasy the entire time. And you're like, I don't know what's going to happen, but something big (laughs) is going to happen. Yes. And then once the family starts like lying, you're just like, no, (laughs) Yes. So. And so many things give you conflicting feelings. Yes. You know, you're like, okay, I see that this family, like they're just trying to make their way, but at the same time, they're completely lying and deceiving this rich family. Mm -hmm. But then like, you know, when the daughter is like coming on to the, her tutor, (laughs) um, you know, I'm just like, she's just used to kind of getting everything she wants, right? you know, and he's going along with it because he wants this job. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to stereotype him and say like he's a man; he doesn't care. I mean, he, maybe he did. He had like in the middle of it, he gets really sad. Yeah, and she, you know, after they're kissing, and she says like you were thinking of someone else." And I mean, I'm I don't know that he was thinking of someone else. I'm sure he was just thinking like this is terrible what we're doing. Right? Like, this feels wrong. And he and, probably knows like if I don't like make out with her, like yeah, I can't do have this job anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and, you know, he kind of, he says like, I don't belong here. Yeah. You know, and she's just so confused. Like, you know, you, you are, if I say you are, you right. know, like she's, so she has no clue no of what he is feeling, you know? So there's so many things where you're not just on the rich family side or right. you're not just on the poor family side. Like there's so many things where you're just like really conflicted the whole time. Yeah. And just like, oh, that feels wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah but this yeah. feels wrong too. I know. You know, and they're like poisoning the maid with the peach fuzz uh-huh. stuff. And you're just like, oh, that's so terrible. I know. But also this woman has literally been stashing her husband down there and stealing their food, you know, and like keeping him in there for years. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Gosh. It's so similar to um, Miyazaki films in that there's not really like a, a a clear villain or a clear good guy, you know yeah. It's just everyone is kind of multifaceted and they all do good things and they all do bad things, which I really, really love. like you you brought this up with with um, the Miyazaki films uh-huh. of like of I love that about it. Yeah, that there isn't because that's life. Like yeah. That's how life is You know I think even sometimes In I don't know In, in adult films like I'm not just talking About Miyazaki but you know I, I don't know there's a there's Somebody who's doing something good and somebody Who's doing something not good and you really hope the person Who's doing something good wins Right you know but in this one You're like oh my gosh I hate that your dad is stuck down there Forever I know. but also He killed someone <laughs> he stabbed a guy like, He stabbed a guy and i don't want to say for no reason but it definitely was undeserved like right i mean you know like uh, yeah disclaimer no one should stab anyone <laughs> we're, we're not advocating for stabbings um s- s- disclaimer <laughs> stop everything you're doing we do not <laughs> agree with his stabbing um but no, yeah, I mean you're like you're so sad. Yeah. At the end, you know, this song is like this really kind of like um, it, this movie had a beautiful score. Uh, yeah, the score is like, but I mean, it's really melancholy. Uh-huh. This, you know, 564 years song is playing at the end. And so you're feeling really sad. Yeah. Like the son is never going to get his dad out. He's never going to see his dad again. But his dad has, you know, this hope for him that he's going to get him out. And it's never going to happen. Um, and, and this kid, this poor kid's going to work his whole life and it's never going to happen. But at the same time, his dad killed someone. <laughs> like an innocent man. Yeah. Not even like, oh, it was self-defense. No, 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 no. He stabbed he him because he was mad. <laughs> he was just upset. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yeah. Oh, lay it on me. Mm. What, which character did you have the strongest feelings toward? Whether they were negative or positive feelings. Ooh. And like, who were you like? Yeah. You just kind of like didn't like or, or liked or you know that's such a good question <laughs> I love this question <laughs> okay mm. and you can even rate like here's how I felt about this person and that yeah. person and yeah okay I think the most uh empathy mm-hmm. I felt for someone was probably for the poor son mm. like the the son. Um yeah, because of the relationship that he was in. Like I just really kept wanting to be like, "Just get out. Like you don't have to be with her." <laughs> <laughs> right. Know? Like that. I mean, for obvious reasons, that's the one that I was like, "No." <laughs> If you have listened to this podcast at any length, you know, um, I've got some past. Um, But yeah, I think for that relationship in particular, just seeing that he wasn't completely on board, like he wasn't wanting to be in a relationship with her. um, But at the same time, if he wanted this job, he needed to be. Um, And uh, yeah, I don't think he even really thought about not doing it like he was just like this is what you do Mm -hmm. to make money like if if we want to survive this is what I have to do and I hated that so I think that one is the one that I probably felt the most like empathy and similarity with maybe Mm -hmm. Um, but the character that I strongly disliked was the mother the poor mother. Same, yeah. Yes. I just thought she was incredibly devious. They all were, but mm-hmm. she was just unkind. Yeah. I think she had no compassion, even for her own children no. and, and her husband. Um, Like, I just didn't, I didn't like her demeanor at all. Um, So definitely she was the one that I was just like, oh, gosh, like, mm-hmm. why do you have to mess everything up? Um, You know, she was the one who... She was just the one who um brought the negative energy. Like when yeah. something would happen, she would be like, Ugh, why do we have to do that? Yeah. You know, or like they fold the pizza boxes wrong. And instead of, you know, the son is like kind of ready to be like, yeah, what we did, we're going to, we'll take the cut. We'll like, we'll, we'll, we'll take the penalty, mm-hmm. you know, Um, but can I work for you? Like that's the son's approach is just like, yeah, you're right. We did these wrong. We'll take the penalty, but I see that you need a part-time worker. Could that be me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that was his approach. Whereas the mom was just like, maybe if I, you know, like, if I just push back enough mm-hmm. and, and like put up enough of a fuss and just ignore that I did something wrong that she'll forget it. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Yeah. I think that was the one that I was just like, Oh, she doesn't have any character. Yeah. <laughs> like no integrity. Yeah. You know, whereas like, I don't know that any of them really did, <laughs> but she, she was the one that I was like, you don't have integrity and you don't care that yeah. you don't have integrity. <laughs> <laughs> I think the son, he like you could tell, I think he was a good I don't want to say good person. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I could just, I think I'd just empathize with him. That's all there is to it. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I was he, like, he seemed to have the most motivation. Yeah. And to, I just think he had a good heart. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> but the mom, I was just like, Oh, he have a black heart. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I think the sister, she just seemed to, I don't know. She didn't play a huge role in the film, but I mean, she did, but I don't know. She seemed to not have a lot of emotional range. Right. She was just very like, yeah, let's go in and do this. I've got it. I'm good at everything. Um, And then same with the dad. Mm -hmm. He was just like kind of just like go with the flow. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Um, And then I don't know that I resonated with the Rich family very much, Mm -hmm. mainly because I think they did make them sort of um, bland. Bland, yeah. Yeah. Or um, static. They were like static characters. They didn't have a whole lot of range. They never changed. no. Um, but how about you? That's such a good question. I'm so glad you asked that question. That wasn't, yeah, I liked that. What well, about I, you? I realized like with all the characters, yeah, I felt something different. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with the, the poor mom. I, I <laughs> felt like she was just, yeah, just had a, a hard black heart Yeah. and she would have always had a hard black heart whether right. or not she was rich or poor. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, and she was like, didn't have a lot of feeling for her children or her husband. Um, I think I felt, if you can call it compassion, you know, like <laughs> uh, for the the poor dad. Okay, yeah. Um, He seemed like a gentle kind of soul. I mean, yeah. he was very much about his kids and he was like, I've got this guys. I've, yes. I've got a plan. Like, you know, I'm going to take. He wanted to take care of them, yeah. I think. Um, and he, you know, was kinda of, he was wise in some ways. He would yeah. talk to the rich dad when they would drive and he would offer some advice with things or whatever. But um at the same time, I also was like, You're supposed to be like the head of the household and like you're you're just not doing anything. Yeah. And I so that's that was just weird. You know, I yeah. just felt conflicting about him. And um with the boy or the the poor brother um I don't know. I I see what you're saying about him. Um and I I felt bad. I felt bad for all the children. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I was like, all these children are so effed up after oh, I this. Know. But I on. I think I had the strongest negative reactions and emotions to the rich mom. Yeah, because again, she was so completely helpless, and she obviously loved her family. Um, she cared enough to want to, you know, she worried about their education, I guess, their future, but she you know, was just such a dumb, dumb, like couldn't take care of the house or <laughs> didn't interact with the kids. Like, yeah, she always was like this. Everything else is everyone's job. I'm just going to yeah, go lay down or whatever she did. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to socialize and shop. Um And that was just frustrating. Cause especially with, you know me, I've got little boys. And so I see I this little boy who's like, how old is he? Six. Uh, yeah he's very young yeah and I was just like oh this this poor kid Mm -hmm. and well, he had obviously learned the system right even by then like the sister was saying like you know he's faking it right like he acts like this artist but he just knows that like she'll listen to whatever he wants right and so I'm like oh man a six-year-old already knows that his mother is such a pushover yeah yeah I think being a gullible pushover was just and she was just, yeah, so weak. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, you need to be there for your children. And um, and then the rich husband, yeah, he was kind of like blah. I mean, he didn't play a huge role, but you know, he there were times where when the poor dad was driving him, oh. and sorry, <laughs> sorry we keep saying poor or rich. It's like I don't remember their names. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's just like, that's a way to distinguish them. So, yeah. um, but when the poor dad is driving the rich dad and the poor dad keeps saying like, you love your wife, right? This is why you do this. And he's like, you could call it love, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I mean, she's my I wife. Know, and it's know. just like, what? I know. It, what are you even doing this for? Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then the old housekeeper... Again, like <laughs> they just seem a little crazy. I know, she just seemed a little loopy. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone kind of, yeah, I had different emotions for kind of every character. Yeah. And then the ghost man in the bunker, I was like, oh, <laughs> please. I mean, he just needed some get, fresh air. Get into the sunlight. <laughs> get on out of there, buddy. Make some friends. <laughs> I know. We don't do well in isolation. (laughs) Underground. (laughs) God. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So. Okay. Well, to wrap us all up, Mm -hmm. Parasite, not a movie that I'm going to like rewatch often. However, a very thought-provoking movie. And I think beautifully done. And very well acted. Yes. Um, I think each character, um, I don't know, you you glean something from them or you feel something for them or with them. Yeah. Or about them, Um, you know, based on your own life. Like, I I think it speaks to even just the question that you just asked. I had the strongest feelings towards... The one character mm-hmm. because of my own experiences, and but I don't, I just didn't think too much about the rich mom. But you did, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like because you're a mom, and so that's super super important to you. Not that it's not important to me, but I'm just right. not a mom, right? And so I, you know, like I think each character resonates in some way, whether you feel, um, you know, like whether you feel sympathy for them or whether you are against what they're doing. Right. Um, so I think each character kind of the characters dig something out of us and, and call to us in some way. Um, and I think each of us have something to learn about people who are different from us, whether like on any spectrum, it doesn't always have to be about rich, poor, but you know what I mean? Like just thinking about people who are different from us and we all think our way is the best way, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, and, or, or just, you know, recognizing that we can't understand something that we haven't been through ourselves. And so having, you know, compassion for things that we don't understand and, you know, bringing ourselves to a place where we can recognize like okay there's no way that I could ever judge this because I don't know what that's like. Right. Um and so I think this is um good for that too. Like yeah. definitely there were things, there were things where I was like I I can't I don't know how, I can't judge that. You right. know, I can't say like you know, just get off up your get up off your butt and get a job because I'm like I don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I can't speak to that. Um, I've never been in that situation. Um, and so I don't know what that's like. Mm -hmm. Um, it's easy for me, someone who started at a different place, um, to, you know, but like I, there are things that I can learn from that. And, um, and, and definitely things that, you know, I think that family yeah, they, they, they didn't exactly approach things in the best way. There was a lot of greed involved there, or even just thinking that money is going to bring us happiness right. when it's not. Um, and so yeah, just so much to learn from this film. Yeah, and, I agree. Okay. So low, if you don't regret watching it, but you didn't like it, <laughs> what did you glean from it? Um, I think (laughs) (laughs) I know you're not going to watch it again but if you don't regret Uh. it then like what did you what did you think was good about watching it yeah I think kind (laughs) of what you were just saying of like not judging someone else's experience because I have no idea what it's like because like I said when I first saw when I first um, started thinking about the movie after I saw it I was like Frustrated that the poor family just didn't get off their ass and get jobs (laughs) when they were clearly capable. But then it's like, you know, I don't know what that number one, that society is like. Right. And um, number two, like they live in a city and number, you know, there's just so many factors and that like I'm not taking into account and I didn't grow up um, the way they did or whatever. And I think so. That was that was really good for me to to see. And I think, I mean, I am highly empathetic in general. Yeah. Um, so it it wasn't that. It was more just like the experience of like not being frustrated so much with that. Um, because yeah, it's like, again, I don't know what they've been through. Yeah. And maybe there is something going on um, either mentally or physically, that they just they can't do this thing or whatever. Um, and to just be more aware and patient with that. Um, so I think that was really good. And, um, that was probably the, like the main takeaway for me. Um, and then I don't, I don't know what else, because a lot of it was just so like, there were so many extremes in this movie, um, to that, like, I don't know. Also, though, I feel like you appreciate cinematography, and so the cinematography That's in true. this movie is amazing. You love Hitchcock, and there's plenty of Hitchcock vibes in this film. Lots of staircases. That's lots true. Of, I um, guess yeah. I can like <laughs> look at the film as a film as well. Like, as a be, film, like, I really appreciate because I thought the music. Was, I was going to say you said so the well score done. was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, with the film. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was. Ve- it was shot really lovely. Um, yeah. It. I think the way that it was made was really really well done obviously it won so many awards and um, just everything about it the acting yeah I really appreciated it all of that yeah yeah. I think there's a way to appreciate a film but never watch it again that's true. Because I mean, when we saw the movie Her, I was just thinking that. With oh Joaquin my goodness, Phoenix. Yes. We both felt the same way. Of like, we were like, we didn't like this. Yes, we would never see it again. However, it was so well done, so well acted. I mean, we can't necessarily hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would not say I hate it. And I would even tell someone else, like, you should probably watch this movie. Yeah. But But I'm not going to watch it again. Right. Yes, that's how I feel too. Yeah. I think there's some merit there, Yeah, you know, of like a movie that is just causes you to think outside the box or mm-hmm. it's just really beautifully done. Her is, was exactly that. Like yeah. it, you're thinking things like, Oh my gosh, <sighs> of course a robot would meet their needs, <laughs> you know, like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like, it's just obviously it's a very beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. um, Beautifully tragic. Yeah. Movie. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, so I I would recommend it to someone else just like this, mm-hmm. you know, this, I would say this is my favorite foreign film, but even though it's my favorite foreign film, I'm probably not going to watch it a lot more times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think that's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So all that to say, Parasite, y'all, y'all see it, <laughs> watch it, see it, learn it, learn it, be it, <laughs> <laughs> live it, live it. No, don't, <laughs> don't, um, don't live it don't do it <laughs> we do not condone the murder of other individuals and in hiding in basements. <laughs> don't do it um okay yes let's move on to what we have been watching reading listening to Mm-mm-mm. i just did a li- i did a little throwback this week um, oh, and I'm so happy about I this. I know I texted low. Um, I decided on a whim, on a real whim, I was just like flipping through and I was getting some work done and I was just wanting to put something on, but that I needed it to, I wanted it to be something not heavy. And I was just She picked looking. the best film. I did. Of all time. Because of you. Mm. So I bought the Mummy Trilogy. <laughs> thing (laughs) thing. like I didn't even just buy the first one I didn't even rent it I straight up bought all three in my defense iTunes got me because it was in a bundle but um thanks um iTunes yeah um so I don't know I'm not even mad I know (laughs) so I started watching the first mummy and man I just love that movie y'all oh it is just cheesy Mm -hmm. and great and I mean, the CGI doesn't necessarily hold up, but it's just so fun. It doesn't even matter. I don't even, I didn't even care. <laughs> like I, I wasn't even laughing at it. I was just like engrossed in it. Yeah. It's just so good. It's such it's not, a good adventure even, story. I mean, it's laughable as in like, it's funny at, in parts, but yeah. I just mean like, you know, no, the, our CGI skills have gotten better over the years. And so some things you're just like, oh, that looked faked. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I accept it. This is great. Yeah. So. For you, Lo, hmm. I watched that and I just thought of you. It's really just because I missed you. And Ugh. I was like, you know what? Lo, she can't be here with me in in body, <laughs> but she's with me in spirit. <laughs> That's right. As I watched this film, I'm so happy. Yes, that was all for you. Yay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My tattoo of Brendan yeah, Fraser and a, Rachel Wise is like, she, yes. Yep, she's got a tat. That's how <laughs> she's a devoted fan. <laughs> Beef rage. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> yes, yes. And then what else did I do? Oh, I um, we watched the CrossFit games uh-huh. this weekend. So the games actually happened. It wasn't just the open, um, the games happened, but they're doing it in two phases. Okay. So there's phase one was the remote, like they're being filmed at their own gyms. And then the top 10 from that are going to go to what they call the ranch, which is like literally a ranch out in the middle of nowhere, but there's only 10 of them. So five men, five women. So that's how they're they're going to be in person and that's going to be at the end of October okay but yes so this was the games but it was just phase one of two Mm -hmm. and so yes we watched that this weekend it was so interesting to try to to, like to watch it knowing the old format Um, but yeah I mean we're watching you know Matt Frazier and Uh Tia Claire Toomey and And of course they like wrecked it you know of course yes they're incredible dominated and but yeah I mean seeing them like we do very similar work like we do these work workouts Uh um and but seeing that they do you know like three times the weight and i'm like dang it it is nuts i sometimes i mean me being a dreamer is like it would be so cool to like i know be in the crossfit (laughs) games and maybe i could do it and then yeah i see how much they lift and like what they eat and just how in shape they are and i'm like oh yeah no yeah definitely not (laughs) i'm like that's all they do yeah is that freaking job you know like that's literally their job it's so crazy and so anyway so that was really fun so we watched that this weekend we should watch the games or like the ranch part together no for sure we should because i do want to watch that part and it will be live but it'll feel it'll feel more like the games because there will be they will be in person yeah but it's yeah there's only 10 of them cool yes so that is what i have been watching nice how about you okay so i've been reading a ton just like reading Mm -hmm. and reading i've been reading um crime like like Fun detective crime stories and ghost stories, <laughs> and because the season calls for it, yes. And um, but the one movie that I have finally watched is Enola <gasps> Holmes, yes. out on Netflix oh now. My gosh, I can't wait to watch it! It's so good, you guys. I cannot wait. It's got Millie Bobby Brown and um Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, who okay, yes. Sherlock is supposed to be. In the, in the books, he's like this thin, wiry guy. Like <laughs> He's like ripped. Yeah. Superman Henry on your Cavill, screen. Like, in this movie, when you see it, he wears, you know, he wears old-timey suits, right? Right, right, right. And he, like, walks so stiffly because he's so big. He's, like, popping out of oh it. Oh, my gosh, he can barely move <laughs> his arms. <laughs> and he's just so, like, handsome and rugged. That's and, hilarious. But, no, he's great. And it was, it's so fun. Yeah, So, I've been like super i'm gonna watch it again because it was just really fun and like happy and um oh it's so good oh and helena bottom carter right plays the the mom oh i love her gosh i love her so much yeah she's such a great actress i I know she's so good so i'm hoping that there will be a sequel because this is a book series i've already read two of the books and um mm -hmm. and they're they're, they're real well they're real little okay and i think they're they're a little they're, they're a few years old. And so um I'm pretty sure there has to be a sequel because it, it kind of left on a cliffhanger I'm just saying. Oh, okay. So exciting. Yeah, but I haven't really that's all I've been watching really. I haven't like kept up with my HBO shows right now. Yeah, we haven't really either. Yeah, I've been a little behind. I know, I just haven't been in the mood. Um so anyways, yeah. there's I've that. been doing a ton of reading too. Just yeah. but just my old my regular old cheesy romance. See like Your cheesy romance Is my equivalent Of like ghost stories I know Like it's just Yeah but yours Sounds so much cooler Lo's really cool uh, No She uh, just loves all this okay. Like ghost stories And crime And I'm over here Just like a sap No <laughs> Remember I'm into death And that's weird And creepy And not okay. Uh, maybe... Part of me is like What's wrong with me <laughs> What's wrong with me <laughs> Like I don't know I mean well That's what I say too I'm just like I am fulfilled In my love life You guys <laughs> Like I have a Wonderful marriage <laughs> It's not it's not that you're lacking. I know. I'm like my husband is amazing and <laughs> handsome and I love him and we are healthy. <laughs> I know and I don't want to die. I don't I don't want to kill people. <laughs> we are okay. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> we just have we're multifaceted. We have lots of interests. We just have some passions, you know? Yeah. Various passions. <laughs> um I was um <laughs> I was talking to someone and they were like – they summed me up, Uh you and I, up perfectly because they were just talking about themselves and they were like, you know, I'm like – you know, like those people who say like, oh, my hobby is like reading or, you know, my hobby is like – I don't have a lot of hobbies because, you know, I – work a lot or whatever Mm -hmm. and I'm like that is the opposite of me like I have (laughs) so many hobbies not meaning that I have a ton of time Uh meaning that I think I'm just sort of an obsessive person like Mm -hmm. if I am passionate about something I am all in and I want to know everything yeah and I'm just so deep in it And so I think it's really funny that we are both like that. Uh We both have so many, like, I won't even call them hobbies, just passions. Like we're just passionate about things. things. Yeah. Our interests. I can't just be a person who doesn't have hobbies. Same. So like I, I'm a kindergarten teacher, but I can't, uh, there is so much more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't just be a kindergarten teacher, even though I work a ton. Yeah, I'm just like, Okay, but if I don't have time for these other hobbies, then I feel like I'm withering away. I know. And you guys are not just a mom. I know. I'm a cool mom. She's a cool mom. <laughs> She's a super cool mom. But she is also obsessed with crime and death and monsters and, and, and CrossFit and bugs. And yes. Yeah, makeup. Makeup. Yes. I love that we are we just have so many tensions to, to yes, us. Yes. I mean, we yeah, we're we're a well-rounded friendship. Both pretty passionate people, but about different things. Yeah. And I like it a lot. I love it. I think it's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> we keep each other. I think if we were both obsessed with like death and crime, everyone on this podcast would be like, they're creepy. Help them. They it would It help. would be too much. They would be too much. <laughs> so um, we love being your hosts. All that to say. And I love doing this podcast with you because Same. I love that you are the compliment to me. I love that you hand hug me. We're we're, we're hand hugging, <laughs> literally. I, I put my thumb. Her around hand was her so hand. warm. It was because it's been on in my lap. This whole time. <laughs> <laughs> also, this room is warm. Yes, I'm sweaty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I have For a really you. like long, thick skirt on. So. <laughs> you do. <laughs> anyway. But yes, um. Okay, this has been a fun time. Mm-hmm. Really introspective. However, we ended on a high note. Yeah. You know, um, we are passionate people who can't not do this podcast because we have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. Even if no one listens, people do listen. (laughs) But even if no one did, we would still do it. because We love each other (laughs) and all these movies and things. Yay. I love it so much. That's all we've got for today, friends. See you next time. And don't forget. Please Please be be kind. kind, rewind. Rewind. Bye.